listening to the Fresh Focus podcast, where VA dietitian nutritionists are serving up health and wellness information for veterans and their families. In addition to being in clinic, chatting over the phone, or using Video Connect, we are taking a new approach to increase your access with this podcast, sharing bites of information from your dietitians when it's convenient for you. We understand it's been a challenging year, and your holiday meal planning might look a little different. Series 3 includes dietitians who are certified diabetes care and education specialists. They are serving up a taste of the holidays, focusing on diabetes meal planning. This year, when you set the holiday table, keep an empty chair in mind, one that not only represents veterans who walk through our doors, but the ones that are no longer here to speak their voice. Grab a notebook and get ready for menu ideas, shopping, and cooking tips. This series will keep you moving towards your health goals, all while being a top-notch holiday host. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to this episode of Fresh Focus. This episode is the second in a series all about the holidays, specifically diabetes meal planning around the holidays. Let's recognize the empty chair at our holiday table. The empty chair in the room reminds us each and every day that we not only serve veterans that walk through our doors, but the ones that are no longer here to speak their voice. Are you planning on hosting a holiday party? Do some of your friends and family have diabetes? We all know that the year 2020 has been very stressful, so my goal is to make hosting for the holidays as stress-free as possible. I'm Jim, a dietetic intern within the Marion VA healthcare system, and I've been very fortunate to work with a lot of certified diabetes care education specialists over my time here. Kim, in particular, worked up this holiday hosting guide from her years of experience with diabetes education and meal planning. You are really going to benefit from this episode. First thing we do is start by planning for the party. What special things do we take into consideration for persons with diabetes? It is important that people don't refer to your friends and family members as diabetics. For people who have diabetes, they don't want the diabetes to define them. Think about it like this. If you say this is my diabetic friend, the person views it as diabetes first and person second. Now, since you know who is invited, we can start with the preparation. Planning a holiday party doesn't have to cost a fortune. Start by getting a notebook or some sort of note-taking to keep yourself organized and on track. Once you have the date set, you need to decide if you're providing all the food and drinks or if you're having some guests bring their favorite dish. Now that we know how many people are in attendance and have set the date, we can start working on the menu. I'm already cringing thinking about the work and cost. If you are deciding to have meal or just appetizers, it is important to keep in mind that your guests include people with diabetes. Just remember that no one food is necessarily excluded for someone with diabetes. However, balance between starchy foods like stuffing and yams can cause blood sugars to be more elevated. Foods that have less of an impact on elevating blood sugars include non-starchy vegetables such as green beans, asparagus, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, and green salads. These would actually be great options for all of your guests. Also, remember corn, potatoes, and peas fall into the category of starchy vegetables. Try serving dressings on the sides of salads. It is better to allow guests to season and sauce their own food. 
This allows the individual to count their carbohydrates. Some people with diabetes count their carbohydrates. Foods that include carbs are milk, sweets, breads, cereals, pasta, rice, and fruit. If someone is taking insulin, the amount of carbs they eat may affect the amount of insulin they have to inject. By having dressing on the side, you will be helping your guests manage their food choices easily and still enjoy their favorite dishes. Now, what about alcohol? Alcoholic beverages should always be consumed in moderation. Moderate alcohol use is considered up to one drink a day for women and up to two drinks a day for men. And no, you can't save your drinks for one week and consume all of them in the same day. Let's talk about alcohol's impact on blood sugar. It may cause someone's blood sugar to either rise or fall. In the average person, the liver can break down one standard drink of alcohol per hour. Alcohol consumption can interfere with blood sugar as well as the hormones needed to maintain healthy blood sugar levels. While moderate amounts of alcohol may cause blood sugar to rise, excess occasional use of alcohol can decrease your blood sugar. Adversely, over time, excessive alcohol consumption can reduce the overall effectiveness of insulin. This results in high blood sugar levels. Just remember it is a slippery slope, so the take-home message is use alcohol in moderation. If you choose to have some alcoholic beverages, there may be some things you can offer. Beer and sweet wine contain carbohydrates. Remember, carbs increase blood sugars. Offer alcohol when you are serving meals or snacks. Avoid sugary mixed drinks. Provide mixed drinks with water, club soda, or a diet soft drink. It is also important to identify if any of your guests are having low blood sugars. Signs that your guest is experiencing a low blood sugar include sweating, fainting, lightheaded, mental confusion, or unsteadiness. So what do you do if you start to notice these symptoms? For most people, they immediately want to treat these symptoms by drinking sweetened beverages, taking glucose tabs, or eating a dessert. It's important to actually know the blood sugar reading. As a host, it is important to understand experiencing a low blood sugar is a very scary experience and your guest may want to feel better immediately. Each person with diabetes is very unique with their meds, activity level, and eating habits. This is why it's important to get an actual reading. Some of the medication or insulin a person with diabetes takes may increase their risk of having low blood sugar. Also, for someone who is used to experiencing chronically high blood sugars, they may not be having an actual low blood sugar reading, but feel as though they are. A low blood sugar reading is less than 70. So the individual checks their blood sugar and the result is 120. Our goal is to avoid overtreating a low blood sugar to prevent an extremely high blood sugar. The typical goal for pre-meal blood sugar is 80 to 130, and two hours after a meal is 180 or less. If the guest is showing signs of having a low blood sugar with a reading of 120, they want to avoid overtreating the blood sugar reading. They will probably eat one of your delicious appetizers such as cheese and an apple, black bean dip, or something from the veggie tray. However, if your guest checks their blood sugar and it is 55, they will need to treat their sugar much differently. In part of your pre-party preparation, you may get some fruit juice or regular soda in an event that someone may experience a low blood sugar. Persons with diabetes are encouraged to use the 15 by 15 rule for hypoglycemia. It is important to always keep 15 grams of carbohydrate available at all times. Sources for 15 grams of carbohydrate include four glucose tablets, 
three pieces of hard candy, four ounces of fruit juice, or six ounces of regular soda. Since the blood sugar is 55, they will need 30 grams carbohydrate to raise their blood sugar. Have the guests drink eight ounces of juice. Wait 15 minutes, then have them recheck their blood sugar. If it is still below 70 milligrams per deciliter, take another 15 grams of carbohydrate. Wait another 15 minutes and recheck blood sugar. Once the blood sugar is above 70, encourage them to eat a meal or a snack on something that includes protein and a carbohydrate to keep them from dropping again. More than likely, having a guest experience a low blood sugar will not occur. However, it is better to be safe than sorry and having those carbohydrate sources available are important. People with diabetes sometimes experience feeling, nobody understands me or I'm going through this alone. As a host, you want your guests to feel as inclusive as possible. Meals or appetizers can easily incorporate dietary needs without distracting any flavor. What is the best strategy for creating a diabetic-friendly gathering? Remember the holidays are meant to represent the spirit of giving, understanding, and compassion. And there's nothing that better signifies these principles than being aware of all guests. Mm -hmm.